Hello, and welcome to the Simplified Organization Show, where real moms chat about real life and how to manage our responsibilities at home while prioritizing our people. We want to banish overwhelm, fulfill our callings, and stay cheerful as we do it, because God is working in and through us. I'm your host, Misty Winkler, a second-generation homeschooling mom of five kids, ages 18 to nine. And I write and podcast at simplyconvivial.com and am author of the book, The Convivial Homeschool, Gospel Encouragement for Keeping Your Sanity While Living and Learning Alongside Your Kids. And today I'm joined by Katie Westenberg. Katie is a wife, mom, and speaker from the non-Seattle part of Washington State. That's important. I'm also an Eastern Washington native. (laughs) She's been married to Ross for 20 years, homeschools her four children, and enjoys encouraging women to faithfully and boldly honor Christ with their lives. She is author of the book, I Choose Brave. So welcome, Katie. Thank you. It's fun to be here. Yeah. So what is going on in your life lately? What kind of things are you juggling in life? We're wrapping up our homeschool year here. So today we were actually testing everybody's favorite, which is actually, I say that sarcastically, but it's true. I had testing scheduled for next week, but the test came early and the kids are ripping them open. Let's just get this done with. So we are testing and I received the edits back on my second book today. So that's that's exciting. Yeah. It's a plus and minus too, right? I guess I'm like the kids with their testing. Let's just rip this open and get to it. Right. (laughs) So that's going on. Yeah. Wrapping up. We still have a little bit of math to do, which it seems like everyone says that, right? Yes. (laughs) Always math in the summer. (laughs) Yes. And maybe a little spelling, but it's nice to see all that winding down while the garden's starting to thrive and all of those things. So that's nice. kind of where we're at. Tell me about your second book. Ah, so that one won't come out until next year. But so I, I love this long season. I like the long, slow season of writing. So people talk about, wow, I thought it would come out next week. That's just not how it works in the publishing process. But mm-hmm. seeing as though I'm still homeschooling my kids and I have that priority as well. It's nice to have it. So you have this season of writing, but then there's a lot on the publisher's plate and there's editing back and forth, which is that's something I can do this summer, but then you just don't really work on it again till the launch comes next spring. So that one is about paying attention to God in a distracting world. That's exciting. Yeah. So I'm sure if you're homeschooling and writing books and have other responsibilities on your plate, you experience overwhelm sometime. Like I think we all do. So what would you say to the mom who feels overwhelmed? A little perspective, I guess I've gained on that is I'm 42. I just had a birthday yesterday. So not shy about that. And I've been around long enough to know that it's not seasonal, right? Like you could be just out of high school and thinking about colleges and all of that is a bit overwhelming. And then you get over that hurdle and it's, oh, what am I going to do for work? Or if you're looking for a spouse or all of those, it's just, it just keeps on coming. And I read an article one time by Abigail Dodds, where she talked about our capacity expanding and contracting in life. And I thought that was so interesting because you could be a mom of just one kid and that can be very overwhelming at times. I remember that. That is, that's my full capacity right now. Then somehow you have two and I am at full capacity and I have four, you have five. And so then the mom with one looks at us like how in the world, I don't know, because I was at full capacity with one, two. And then as life goes on, I look at my mom who's in retirement and her capacity has changed. She doesn't have kids at home anymore. And a busy day for her can look, or an overwhelming day for her can look totally different 
been an overwhelming day for me. And we have sometimes that tendency to compare like, oh, that would be nice if a busy day was getting groceries and going to the doctor ever. (laughs) Or it'd be nice to have the troubles of one kid right now when there's this many. But I think God has us where we are and our capacity is there as well. And all of it provides an opportunity to meet him in it. And so no matter where we are, we're going to bump into the limits of us and the limits of what we can do. So I guess the first thing for me has just been diagnosing like a physical problem from a spiritual problem. And they're usually like super interrelated. Just asking, is this an issue of me doubting what God has called me to do? Is that what overwhelm is? It looks like, ah, these kids are are a failing at spelling or their math. Like we're just so beyond, is it a, is it an issue of me doubting what God has called me to do? Is it an issue of me forsaking faithfulness? Is it an issue of me forsaking steadfastness or patience in the process, which overwhelm is not a fruit of the spirit. It doesn't come on the list. So when I look at all those things that the spirit produces in my life, when I'm in tune and in step with him, when I look at love and joy and peace, and those things aren't showing up in my home, it's a good recipe. It's a good way to diagnose, okay, there's something spiritual here beyond spelling, beyond math, beyond too many kids or in-law issues or whatever it is at that moment, there's a spiritual issue that I need to address here before the Lord. And it's got to start there before I can correct any of this, because there's not a math curriculum that's going to fix that, or there's not a big talk with the in-laws or whatever else it is. There's not a spouse out there that's going to fix the spiritual problem that I'm having in my life. But that's where it has to start for me every time. And it's a lesson I have to learn over and over again. What does it mean to abide in you here, Lord? Because if you're, if I'm not noticing the fruit of your spirit, then that's the place I need to begin. So I, I usually start there, but there's also real physical things that can need to change too. When I spoke with you at the conference last fall, like we talked about that, do I need a nap or do I need to get up off the couch and do something? There's mm-hmm. physical things that come from that too. So sometimes that is practically, do I need help? Do I, you know, there's nothing wrong with I, the, these kids are too much. What I, the, what I have on my plate and the capacity that I have in the season, they don't align. And so I can ask God, okay, if I am being faithful, then what do I need to do to get help in this situation? Is there, I've noticed recently a lot of homeschooling moms I'm connected to have invited retired teachers into their life. Your retirement is a hard season. I'm noticing that looking ahead to those women that are ahead of me, that's a hard transition. Yeah. Where your career isn't there anymore. And these things I used to do that felt fulfilling. So now what am I called to do? And I think what a great place for women who are in an intense season to connect there. Yes. Maybe it's just sitting with a child and reading, doing that reading aloud time that who has extra minutes for. So I've seen that happen a lot. Or if it's older homeschool students who want to volunteer in that way that can help you up. And a lot of times it's not a forever thing. It's not a, I failed at homeschooling. I need help. No, it's in this season. Right now, this is a lot and my capacity is not covering it all. So what God, what can you help me look for? What opportunities do you have to help me? The scripture that I just keep on coming back to, and we're actually memorizing in our home and we're memorizing in our home because I need it most. That's how it works. <laughs> so I'm going to use these kids to help me memorize is second Peter one, where he says, God has given us his divine power has given us all things we need for life and godliness. And I have to keep on asking my, myself that question. Do I really believe that? Because if I'm overwhelmed, I'm believing you have not given me everything I need for life and godliness. So I want to call him on those promises, Lord. If you've given me everything I need, I want to believe that. And that talks about through the knowledge of his word. It's starting there with him. So I'm not going to start with all those exterior things I want to start with. I want to ask you, Lord, I want to pursue you here. 
to cover my physical needs in that situation too. Mm -hmm. So sometimes that's getting extra help. Sometimes it's better systems, which you're super good at, Misty, is outlining better systems. They can solve problems, right? Sometimes that's what I need. Sometimes it's just dusting off the systems that I already have in place because they, we tend to lose those over time. Let's come up with this great chore chart and it's great for a couple of months and then we forget and we get lazy. And so I need to dust those off. Sometimes it's just a reboot of that. And sometimes it's a break. I just need some time away. I need a summer, right? <laughs> we all need summers actually. All moms need summers. So that's a break from our normal system that, that revives us and refreshes us. So that's my two-part system for overwhelm. First, dealing with the spiritual and making sure, Lord, am I in the right place there? And then asking him to bring to mind, to call to my mind ideas to help deal with some of the physical. Yeah. If I even, as far as physical things, sometimes it's, you know what I need? I need a glass of water. Yes. <laughs> and sometimes yes. that feels, I don't know, I wanted it to be a bigger deal than that. <laughs> no, I'm just actually a tired human being that needs a glass of water. Yes. And isn't that the easiest? I don't have to resurrect all the faithfulness. I just need a drink right now. That's what it is. And I think the drink of water can fix a whole lot more. What's going on in our mind? It's just, it like resorts to failure or whatever else, or every other mom that's got their stuff together. Okay. Just drink some water and yeah, get back or exercise, go out for a 20 minute walk that can fix a lot in our mind and in our heart. Yeah. And both of them are ways to give ourselves that pause from our own thoughts, which like you just said, so easily turn to comparison with other people and, mm-hmm. and assuming that we are supposed to be keeping everything together all the time on top of it, doing all the things just right all the time. And that's not actually going to happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. One thing I keep thinking about now, I have two girls and two boys and my girls are 11 and 13. And I keep on thinking about how I want them to handle this as mothers, what I want them to see, because it's not too far down the road that maybe they'll be in a similar situation. And one example of this isn't really overwhelmed, but it is dealing with those emotions that come to a head and are always super fun to deal with. It was just my birthday a few days ago. My husband had to be out of town and it was unexpected and unplanned and just the way it worked out this time. And I was totally, I understand. Yes, that's fine. But then, so then he leaves and my birthday comes and I start to think about this is kind of bummer. Like this kind of stinks, right? Like it's a little disappointing when you get there and, oh, I guess we'll just do school stuff. And I guess I'll make the dinner and the kids will help and all of that stuff. And they were sweet. They went out of their way to try to make it special, but I was still dealing with some of that real disappointment. Oh, I didn't really want it to be this way. And I thought, Today, I have the opportunity to teach my daughters and my sons, but I had them specifically in mind, what it's like when you are a little bit disappointed. Yeah, I agreed to it, but I don't really love it when I get here. And so now I'm going to make the most of it. And I had to pray that morning, Lord, keep my heart honorable here. I know the kids are trying to make it the best they can, but I'm still a mom home taking care of four kids on my birthday, not really doing anything special. And I happened to have two, two friends that stopped by that afternoon kind of incidentally. And the weather was great here. So we sat on the back patio for just a couple hours, just went by drinking iced tea. And at the end of the day, I just thought, Lord, like what an answer to prayer. That was super sweet. It's things I don't normally do every day. And I just, I could tell he was covering me in that season. And that's what I want my daughters to know that I I want them to know the reality that sometimes it is a little disappointing or in homeschooling. Yeah. This, or in just taking care of our home, this is a little overwhelming. That's the reality, but here's what I do. I want them to see the pivot. So I think that will take them farther than a mom that's perfectly on cue put together all the time. I want them to see a mom that, yeah, sometimes I feel that I bump up against it and here's how we handle it. Oh, that's such a good point. 
for sure, because we need those models and we need Mm -hmm. practice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Life here is not filtered like it is on social. (laughs) The reality of that elsewhere is here. This is the real stuff. (laughs) And that's good to remember that it can be good for our kids to Mm -hmm. see us processing and, and repenting and moving forward in faithfulness and things don't go our way. And that we never stop learning that. Like we encourage them in that because they're young and immature. And then we turn around and realize we're in the same place. (laughs) We're more mature, but the issues are bigger. And yeah, I just want my way too. I get it. So yeah, I have to go through the same process as a mom. Hopefully we get a little quicker to get there. With practice. (laughs) Yes. And that's it for this episode of the Simplified Organization podcast. But be sure to come back next week for part two of my conversation with Katie, where she shares her ideas, examples, and tips for keeping our attitudes and our mindsets fixed on Christ. If you feel scattered, then a brain dump is a great place to begin unwinding the mess in your head. I have a free brain dump guide that will help you get started with this simple and almost magical process. Head on over to simplyconvivial.com slash brain dump to download the free guide. And always repent, rejoice, repeat. Repeat.